Shut up and sit down. Um, well, maybe you shouldn't have put those peppers directly in your mouth. That's all I'm that, saying. How is else that, is she supposed to eat them? Is it that where peppers go? Well, if she would have sprinkled them on the pizza instead I did. of just pour the packet in her like, mouth. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know what will get rid of the burning sensation? Some scotch. You want some? No, I'm good. You yeah. sure? Yes. It's magic. I hear you like it. I had some of that with Billy Boyd, though. The scotch is magic. Is, it, is Billy Boyd the guy that took his picture with me at Comic-Con? Yes. I still don't know who the hell that is. He is a hobbit. He's a I know. Hobbit. Lord of the Rings. I know he was a hobbit. Which one was he? Like Pip or yes, yes, Flip or whatever was, his name was. <laughs> he was Pip, actually. Yes. So that's interesting. So for, I don't think anyone's heard that story. Um, I don't think I've told it on the air or on the recorded podcast that we have. But uh, we're at uh, one of the comic cons. I don't know which one. The last. The one. last one. The last one. So it was actually Comic Con, and so I had we had just gotten back from Disneyland that summer, and I found a Jersey style shirt for Star Wars that had a C-3PO schematic on the back of it. And I'm standing talking to Bree, who's waiting in a line for, I don't know, some shit in the big hall. And uh, this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, can I take a picture of your shirt? I love that you shirt. Where'd you get it? Scottish accent. Though. Well, yeah, I'll just butcher it. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, sure, man, that's fine. He's like, where'd you get it? I'm like, Disneyland. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to go there and get one. So I'm I like, love C-3PO. I'm like, honey, he's like, I you was, should take a picture with him. And he's looking at me like, why the I'm hell like, would I want to take a why picture the with this fuck dude? Why would I take a picture with I'm him? I'm like, <laughs> he's famous. And I'm like, oh. So Bree takes a picture of me with him. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I was in a C-3PO costume all day yesterday. And then he leaves. I'm like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> he's a hobbit. Hobbit. He's a hobbit. I'm like, oh, well, that's what I think of stars. I just, they don't, it just doesn't affect me at all. So... Um, anyway, enough of that. It is the new Utah podcast. This is episode number 37, I believe. I'm not sure. We're not in my house tonight. Uh, we are at Justice Cousins house, which I keep looking around and wishing I had half the shit that he's got in here. Cause I want the lamp that's on his desk. <laughs> yeah. His level of. That his, was handmade for him. I love that lamp. Yeah. You love lamp. I love, I love lamp. lamp. <laughs> I love lamp. Do you really love lamp or? <laughs> no, I love that lamp. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm uh, jealous in some ways. I have a huge geek collection of stuff in my house, but um, his Lego city up on top of his shelf totally outdoes any geek that I we have. We should take a picture of it. Uh, we should. We should. It's really cool. Uh, so I'm your host, Chris. Um, I am a Lego jealousy person. And then, uh, as always, we have Jeremy. Hello. Uh, he does things. I do stuff. Which, by the way, I... I'm I'm very worried about the bees. I thought I'd throw this out here. I'm very worried. About I'm worried these. about the bees too because it's so, warm now. Are they coming out? No, they they haven't come out. And, and uh, yesterday I went and looked, and so there's three holes in the front of the. Yeah, and you always fill two of them up. I right? fill two of them, and then they fill the other one as tight or as open as they need, and they'll adjust it. It's completely open, and there's no. Uh, yeah, I bet you don't have any bees, man. But I can't. The thing is, don't is if send I, that out. If I if I open it up and check it now, I could kill them because it's still too cold. So I'm I'm very worried. But you haven't. Like I would have thought for sure. Like on a day like today, you would have seen a lot of activity something because it's on. like I mean it's 60 degrees out. Yeah. By the way, uh, for those of you that think global warming is not real, fuck you. <laughs> it was 60 degrees on February 7th uh, in Utah. Yeah. But it's snowing in the mountains. It doesn't matter. 
60 I, fucking I totally, degrees. I totally the first ruined week of our, our little friend get together on Saturday because they were all excited about how warm it was. And I was like, super glad that you guys enjoyed this unusually warm day that totally means that our planet is dying. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, so, we're past the threshold of your fucked. So. so I'm worried about the bees. I'll just throw uh, that out there. I was worried about the bees when they got that really warm day. I know. I think that might have been their 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 doing it. So so the, the the hard part right now is the 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 time to order them is coming to an end quickly. So I if I'm going to have more bees this next year and I've lost the hive, I need to order more. But well, don't you still have that second hive? I do have. The so second you should probably order hive. some anyway. And then you if you just, have two hives, we'll just you have come two over hives. and help you. Yeah, I'll come over and help you. You can give me extra honey, and then okay. I won't I won't be as so <laughs> slow and judicious with my use. I will just go ahead and use the hell out of it. So, yeah, I should probably just order another one. And then, yeah, if they did survive, we'll do the backup one. But I I'll just got, send out good bee juju. Yeah, I, I just, doubts. I doubt they did, man. I really do. If that hole's all the way open. It's, it's all, all the way open. I mean, maybe it was all the way open because they're like, well, shit, let's go find some flowers. It's warm. Maybe. I doubt it. But maybe. And then we have the ruiner of friendly functions, my wife, Bree. Hey. She likes to piss on people's parades. I do. So Then across from me, as always, we have Jess. Oh. The mistress um, of events, provider of uh, fine pizza. My and sweater scotch. twinner. Yeah, they are that. You do have that exact same sweater. Well, it's not exactly mine. Has sparkles in it, but we oh. tend to wear them I'm at the same. Time. We oh, tend shit, to wear them e- at the same time. I didn't even fucking notice you guys are wearing We've done the same it like sweater three times now. <laughs> I didn't even notice <laughs> until just now. I'm not very observant. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but we are drinking a nice scotch that her cousin provided that she provided to him. So, and then with us, we have a very special guest today, uh, Nick Passy, Pazy, Passy. Um, Why are you holding your hands up like you don't Passy? know how to yeah, pronounce I mean, your, your last name? name dude. I, you, it, he <laughs> said it in a very convincing. I mean, it, it was a question. He, he was just rolling with it. Yeah, was it? Is yeah. it pasty? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a lot of pasty? It's a uh, pasty. It's got a, like a hard ooh in it. A pa- hard ooh. Pussy? Never mind. <laughs> is that? <laughs> did I say it right? Is that the hard ooh? Is that where it's at? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I, had to, I had to bring it back to elementary school for that one. Uh, Nick is a member of Folk Hogan, and if you guys have come by our booth in whatever place we're at or ran into Je- Jess at a farmer's market, maybe you got a pen. He made those for us as well. I did. Um, they're cool. I have one at my desk because sometimes we do things and we need a, a I, bottle opener, and now I have one. Yeah. I have the much coveted oh, bottle yeah. opener. There's bottle openers, too. There I was three. The bottle. I have a bottle opener. Uh, the three of you got yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you opened that up and said, oh, look, there's we got these special. We stole those. We're yeah, we're, those. <laughs> I was like, well, that's good because we need bottle openers for all the beer we brought into this convention. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- thanks for those, by the way, Nick. Yeah. Um, so Nick's going to join us for the whole show. Um, he will maybe chime in if he isn't uh, shy. And uh, I'm going to keep drinking scotch. So um, it's Valentine's Day week. It's our whole week. Dedicated to there's only really two days in the work week. There shouldn't so. be a week. So the last time there was a pretty full week, I ended is that up Valentine's week. Well, it is because Valentine's Day is next Tuesday. It's pre pre Valentine's. It's, it's close enough. Valentine's is a bullshit holiday. I've I've been pre gaming. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can I say that Valentine's Day is just a total bullshit day yeah. anyway? I've just been I you know I've been pulling random strangers off of the street and just buying them fifty dollars worth of shit that dies in three days. Okay. Just, you know. You gotta ramp up to Valentine's. You can't go in there. <laughs> I need to walk downtown. You can't go right into Valentine's Day dry. You gotta. 
I, I will. Yeah. Gives well, you some reason to go by Pioneer Park. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't ever go into Val- <laughs> well that and many other things. I don't ever I'm go sure. into Valentine's Day dry. That's just rude to your partner. But um, <laughs> I am so yeah. glad that I did my. not just. Take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have spit all over the board. It would have been computer. all over you. Um, I'm. I'm already at Pioneer Park frequently. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like a full service park. You can <laughs> you can jog. Um, you ever you use can, those bathrooms that are on the uh, my, south side of the, the yeah park? yeah? And I mean they're they're not clean. But, <laughs> you, you um, ever get poked with something as you walk in? <laughs> no, because there's plenty of needles no. in those bathrooms. I, you can see Another my thing? my therapist lives by the uh, second tree in. I don't think you should get your therapy from there or anywhere. He told me to do whatever the fuck I want. Well, oh, it's good, good advice. advice. It's awesome. good, advice. Good, good advice. You get what you pay for, though. Do you um, pay him in needles? <laughs> no, they have the needle here's exchange. A, here's now. a he bag of freshies I stole from the hospital I volunteer <laughs> at on weekends. Freshies. Is that the sling for him? I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I, not in the needle scene. <laughs> <laughs> They don't so, need that anymore because there's a needle exchange. You know, when there was a... Nick's like, what did I sign up for? What? I was <laughs> just thinking, like, needle drugs. Why did that become the route of transmission? Because you live by Pioneer Park. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I just want to think, you know, who was the first guy that decided to shoot heroin? Because, I mean, for, for centuries, heroin was, was smoked primarily, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, we created some pills Someone and liquids. And, but when did the first person go, you know what? I should just mainline this shit. Someone just who was put desperate. it between your toes? Yeah. E. Was it was it because they do that at a hospital? Yes, actually if you watch the show uh The Nick, they actually do show that because the doctor, the main doctor is an addict. Interesting. And so and that was like the early 1900s. That's interesting. That's interesting that uh doesn't really surprise I always me. wonder how everything came about. Like who decided to take a potato out of the ground and cook it and eat that sucker cuz it's ugly. God. God decided it. The pioneers. That if the you, pilgrims. If you ever question I anything. My, I just rolled my eyes so hard, I think they got stuck in the back of my head it, for a second. If you ever question anything, just go back to the creator. The earth is 5,000 years old. He made it. God brought us shooting Are you heroin. Gail Ruzika in disguise? Probably. Uh, oh, so, fuck. I forgot Sean needs cupcakes, black cupcakes. Well, it's a little fucking late now. You should have ordered them like you said you would. Oh, shit. Uh, Jess, what are you doing tonight? Holy <laughs> 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 oh, shit, I totally well, spaced it. When does she need them, tomorrow? Yes, she uh, told me in enough time. Oh, I'm the she, suckiest To be fair, she told you one day in advance. Um, yeah, but I told her I would order them, and I didn't. Oops. I guess we're going to make cupcakes tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a late night. How do you make cup. black frosting, <laughs> Cho- Chocolate frosting? No, it has to be black. Chocolate's black enough. No, it chocolate Just is Just add brown. fucking black food coloring to it. Make buttercream frosting. Black. You can't buy black food yes, coloring, food coloring at the grocery store. Yes, you can. Harmon sells you it. Have to, you have to take regular food coloring and uh, just add it, like a bunch of Like them. Norwegian metal for 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Just put a Bluetooth. Sorry, I just totally <laughs> derailed the whole podcast. Uh, yeah, you did. And you fucked up. Now we're going to be up late. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that sucks. Why isn't there a cupcake Uber? Why can't you just Uber some cupcakes right That's now? That's what I said. Jess, what are you doing later? Jess sure. is our Uber cupcake. Oh. Um, I actually got hired today by Drag Dinner and Drag Brunch to do event cakes. On top of the other shit you do for them. But did you actually get hired? Like they're like going to pay, pay you? you? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yay. Yep. So I, I will be doing cakes for people that want to order awesome. celebration birthday cakes. I saw a cake of yours on the internet. It was blue. 
and it was ripply, and there was a small child. In the cake. In the she, cake. She bakes In babies. or around the cake. <laughs> just, that's how Jess's cakes are so yummy. She just takes small children and just bakes them. She makes children's cakes, cakes with they little children. Quite special. They are quite it's special. kind of a Hansel and Gretel scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys giving away my yeah. secrets? So speaking what is of... That? Is this ginger? Or is <laughs> no, plaster? it's Jack. <laughs> what did they use in this year? Events. It's an old neighborhood. We have Events. Any? We so do. I got to say, I'm mad at you because you left out an event that happened last week that we saw on TV that I was thought would be really cool, that dinosaur thing they did this week. I didn't talk about it because it oh, was so all over the news. Oh, so you knew and you're like, fuck yeah. it, no one needs to know. No, I... She liked, tries to find obscure things. I yeah. thought that was pretty obscure. Uh, well, it was all over the... They had advertisements all over TV yeah, for it. Yeah, so doesn't that's mean why it's not obscure. They just paid a lot of money to advertise is all. <laughs> you are <laughs> so saying. weird. Go ahead and talk about it. You just like to argue. I'll be nice. Shut up. Justice turn. Well, our first reminder is that we have 10 tickets to Wizarding Days to give away. It's coming up February 24th and 25th. Um, so just watch on our Facebook page for how to win those. We also still have 25% off our Oleo products from Jen and Derek that were our guests last week. That code is the New Utah Podcast. The New Utah Podcast, all in word. I, I've been using my Oleo beard oil all Me week. Me too. I've you too. You do okay, so you have to fill later. Let me be clear, Orlando Bloom. I don't think you need later. oil. Well, I've been trying it anyway. Yeah. I don't think and he can. I don't think can Orlando I, Bloom you know can I grow a beard. Actually, actually. can I can I say, Jess, your beard well. is coming in quite nicely. Thank you. It's, you it's beautiful. Later. Bridget just said my stuff is sticking out less. <laughs> Whoa! So it must be working. Well, I, don't you think? I don't even Look, know what you're saying. aren't poking out as much as they usually are. Is that because uh, you sit across from him that you probably notice? is that what you call it? His little gray, my little gray <laughs> stuff. You gotta call it something. Pepe. Wow. Pepe. Pepe. Uh, Pepe is there not are a couple out. of very political events that are going on this week. The first is an event that Chris is really excited to go to: the Chaffetz Town Hall. At Brighton High on the 9th from 7 to 9. You know, I just hope a bunch of people show up it, to fucking slam They're his going to. There, there <laughs> are plenty of um, extra Facebook event pages that have been created on how to shut this thing down. Haters so, going to hate. Yes. Haters going to hate because the guy's potate. a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, he's already got someone registered to run against him. It's fucking and he is February. a freaking cool dude. It's February, 20 months before the next 20... 22 months before the next it's election. Well, I guess only like 20. Still, that's unheard of. That is so early to register to run against that piece of shit. That's I so love it. And I don't even care. I, I will register Republican to vote in their primary and then switch back just so I can fucking get Chaffetz out of there. <laughs> I want to see that happen. Yeah, I'm too lazy. <laughs> so go, um, you know, voice your opinion on what a douchebag he is and, he is you know, a piece of let's, shit. Yeah, make some movement. He's like, he is. like if a you know Hanky the Christmas poo from <laughs> South Park. If Hanky took a shit, that know. shit would be Jason Chaffetz. So mm. like a shit's shit. Oh yeah. And he doesn't sing cool songs. He's just a pile of shit. Just you have a bug in your hair. Is uh, it a cute bug? I have no idea. It's just wiggling. Looks like a tick. You're gonna get lice. It's not a tick. Lice. <laughs> You're going to have Lyme's disease. Perfect. Sorry. Sorry, people. Sorry, podcast people, but she's way uh, across the table uh, <laughs> from me, and I didn't want to crawl on her head. It's an Australian spider. 
That's not, She's not just even a scared. little bug. Um, another march is happening this weekend, the March for Liberty, which is being hosted by the, um, I just lost their names, one of the big polygamist family that starts with a D. Oh, boy. Um, this march is just to be able to live religion freely. It's March for Plural Families. Yeah, because fucking religious freedom doesn't exist in this country. It doesn't. The state. I thought we had a good, like, three weeks before March. (laughs) (laughs) It's another March. She said it's another March. So are they pushing polygamy in the Senate? It's a pre-March March. March. Is this to push polygamy in the Senate? Uh, Just not to be... um, Don't hate. Yeah. There is a there is a polygamy bill up in there. Yes, yes there is. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still uh, say if polygamy comes back, is the Mormon church going to bring it back like they should? Like well, they should. Well, well, because then we get annexed out of the union. They should bring back genocide, too. Whoa. That is a good policy. Um, so just go ahead and take blacks out of the priesthood again. Wow. <laughs> just um, saying, if they want to go back to fucking polygamy everywhere. So, speaking of divas... I don't know. You call me a diva? No, (laughs) women. Speaking Uh, of divas, did you guys hear about that bitch? Drag dinner. (laughs) It's this weekend. Drag dinner. dinner. That's Friday night. Friday Friday. and Saturday, actually. How is it two dinners on two nights? Is it two dinners? Or is it one dinner across two nights and you just, you don't eat much the first night? You get leftovers. Whatever (laughs) whatever doesn't get served (laughs) when I fry it up. If you don't eat on Friday night, your appetizers on Saturday are Friday's leftovers. Uh, yeah. Cold like you're like, you're like yes. oh, let's make I'm potato like, oh, cakes. Most people so didn't good. eat their mashed potatoes. You just scrape those right off their yep. plates. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Leftover chicken. And there's got to be some kind so of food you're there safety both issue. You're, what? There both, uh, you're there both nights. Mm-hmm. So we used to have a restaurant where I grew up. It was a Mexican place. Everyone loved going there, mostly because it was like the only restaurant with good food in the, the whole town. Um, but the only restaurant in town. It was not. It was not. But the health department. So there's a town of twelve thousand, and the health department shut the restaurant down. One of the reasons they shut it down is they were taking. You know how you get like salsa containers and little squeeze bottles of salsa, and you put it in the container and you dip your chips. Well, they were taking those and dumping them back in the big tub of salsa <laughs> after guests would leave. That and also causes salsa. mold. As a matter of fact, that's cool, dude. Mold. <laughs> Cool. Mold you just adds, stir it up, and it's another green thing in the salsa. Mold adds flavor. Is it mold and cheese good? Uh, you usually should like cut that stuff cheese. off the outside of the cheese. cheese. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very different kind Gorgonzola, of mold. Gorgonzola, my favorites. Um, I like the moldy cheeses. So there are two other Im- uh, important events. This weekend, Squatters is getting in bed with High West Whoa. to Ooh. walk you through pairing beer and whiskey. Well, that's so it's, awesome. Yes. So 147 West Broadway on the 11th. It's $60 for a three-course meal, and you get three beer and whiskey pairings. That's great. Yeah. Z Tejas cool. used to do that with tequila. Those were always fun before Z Tejas left, went out of business. It was a long time. So there's also one other really cool event this weekend at the Urban Lounge that perhaps my good friend Nick would like to talk about. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, oh, what? How convenient. How awesome is that? Are you um, just going to be drinking I, there? or? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, um, my band is playing. Oh, wait, you're in a band? And, uh, I, well, first, yeah, let's, let's back up the, um, back up the tape a few clicks. I'll wait. Um, the, <laughs> I can just, I'm in it. a band. I'm not I'll going wait. to, but I, I, I play guitar. Um, some of my best friends are in the band. 
and uh, the band is called Folk Hogan. And I hear you're pretty good. About two years ago, uh, something happened on Facebook and the internet, and we started getting tagged in all of these these uh, these YouTube videos. And so we start watching them, and it's this Finnish band that uh, the video starts up with a guy riding in on a riding lawnmower with overalls on, and he gets off the riding lawnmower and there's a band and they've got accordion, they've got banjo, they've got a washboard and, and a couple of other instruments and, and they start playing ACDC's Thunderstruck oh, nice. with these bluegrass <laughs> instruments. Nice. Well, um, and everybody was just like, you got to play with this band. And I was like, well, that's great, but they're from Finland and we don't, it's the van really. usually doesn't drive there. And <laughs> <laughs> you go over the Bering Strait and you then can get drive pretty, across. You can get like, pretty far. Well, yeah. I understand that if you get up to Alaska, it's really just across Russia. Then you could just drive across the Ukraine and Russia. Maybe you won't you get into really any fast. problems there. There's no yeah. landmines or military activity. I didn't do the best in um, geography, so I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, That's probably a mistake, Nick. Let's be honest. Well, um, we'll take the dragon. <laughs> um, so they're they're on tour, um, and the the band is called Steven Seagals. Which, like, it didn't occur to me until a few people are like, Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal? Do they get knife fights on stage? Um, (laughs) Bluegrass knife fights? I really hope so. He's bust out kids. Like, it's always a butcher's knife, too, because he's always a (laughs) chef in whatever (laughs) shitty movie he's playing. Um, And the chef gets in a knife fight. And so, I mean, they're coming to the Urban Lounge, and they're from Finland. So, like, when are they going to come back? Yeah. I mean, this is kind of a one in a lifetime opportunity to see this band, and um, they've got they've got a few YouTube videos out there with several million plays on them. Another one is uh, the Trooper by Iron Maiden, um, <laughs> and I well, mean, if you can, Im- shit, and, and so and so, uh, rewinding a little a little bit again, uh, my band, uh, Folk Hogan, is a a bunch of folk instruments. Um, that we've made into a punk band. Um, we have accordion, banjo, mandolin, electric guitar, which is what I play, and bass and drums. So you play the normal instrument. I play the normal <laughs> instrument. Um, and uh, and so they've got similar instrumentation, and depending on the song, whatnot, and and so uh, that is that is a can't miss. I mean, yeah, it sounds great. So how do people get tickets? Do they just go down there? They, or? you can if you if you know me, you can hit me up. I I I have a few. Um, you can buy them online. You can um, go down to the box office uh, when it's open. Um, you'd have to check urbanlounge.com, theurbanlounge.com. Um, I'm not sure which. I unfortunately did not register their URL for them. And uh, kids, I'm sure you have Google. Um, it's the Urban Lounge in Salt Lake City. Um, the Urban Lounge SLC.com. There you go. He did it for you. That would have been. That's a pretty place, like a pretty hip place. You know, um, I've uh, being a musician, I've played a lot of stages, and and it's just big enough that you get some really really awesome bands in there, but not too large um, to where Peter Murphy played there last year. What? They get some. They get some amazing acts in there. Um, I mean, some of my favorite shows there have been captured by robots, which is a a man that 
made an entire band out of robots and he controls them live. <laughs> awesome. It's kind of like uh So it's if, like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, stage. it's like if you um <laughs> or if you dropped a hit of acid and then went to a Chuck E. Cheese and then <laughs> just kept drinking beers to to kind of stay even. Um <laughs> I wouldn't know what that's like. I I I did work at a Chuck E. Cheese, but I wasn't on drugs at the time. I think that you would have to be to continue working there for any extended period. Yeah, that's why I didn't last. Also, um, did you I, hear they're going to start serving alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, um, they do, and in some states, and it, it makes it the most dangerous place that you could be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Your chances, <laughs> your chances of getting in a fight with that combination of stress and children and alcohol and, and other people animated children. robots. The most horrible pizza you've ever had. Yeah. Well, let's. Be but I mean, there's, there's we, we've got events to talk about, so we'll talk about my career at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, so that was that events. Was, that was yeah. That's um, we're good. so yeah. Go see uh, go see Full Colgan and uh, the the Steven Seagals. Yeah, I'm going. I'll yeah. go. I'll go if you go. Good job. Okay. Let's all go together. Sounds good. <laughs> and he might even hook you up at Pioneer Park afterwards if you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's thinking about, he's contemplating. He's trying to decide like which. A witch a hookup idea. at he's Pioneer like, Park. He's it like, depends well, on you can't talk to my therapist because that he's one's on already the, taken. He's on the southwest side. Uh, all second right. tree. So at I, least he's consistent. I'm going to apologize for the next few weeks in advance if you guys don't like... Until March. Then March. Yeah. If you guys don't like the legislature in Utah or you don't like hearing about it, uh, sorry. Uh, we do live not in Utah. Sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Um, we live in Utah, and every year we have a bunch of dipshits that go up to Capitol Hill. Otherwise known as the white Mormon males. The legislature. Um, and you motherfuckers elect them. So it's your, <laughs> it's fault. your fault. I didn't do it. You you fucking vote for Republicans. I didn't do it. I feel like our listeners there was are a lot much of, wiser than that. I mean, to be the devil's advocate, there was a lot of bubbles to fill out and I <laughs> just go A, I B, just, A, B, Yeah, A, B. I mean I just I just drew a pentagram. Well in a lot of <laughs> <laughs> after I got after I got past the president, I was like, ah, it's, it's, there's enough bubbles. Uh, well and and a lot of you guys that you have you live in districts where there was no democratic rival to the piece of shit Republican that, that sat in the seat. Um, and every year we have them do dumbass shit like uh, label porn a public health crisis. <coughs> choke on the porn. It's true. It's true. I, I am. You I've shouldn't been. choke on porn. Speaking of porn, ha- have you gotten any yet? Is that you still looking? No, this is a moot point. That's not a moot point. How's it a moot point? Valentine's Day is coming up. Has someone brought you a porn mag? I told you I just can't find my own. If if someone brought you a porn mag, would you, I would, would you laugh. go on a, so I would, would you go post on a Valentine's that all Day date over. No, I I would post it all over social media because I would be laughing for days. I think I'm gonna send one to you. I'm just gonna mail it. I'm gonna now. You think of that? <laughs> Two months later. Oh, it'll still be funny when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will actually. You'll be opening that shit up like, like a brown bag. Market confidential. You'll mo- open it up. You pull it out. It'll be like only if you promise to send it to work. Really hard. Because if you don't, shit. then it just sits in a mailbox. Attention, like a social media community. director. Yeah, exactly. It will be really hardcore stuff too. You'll be like, who's the social media like, director? <laughs> what, that, what is that donkey doing? Video for four oh years. Oh, it's what? that girl that we stuck over there in the exhaust room. Oh, it's the chick that gets our lunch for us. 
and picks the tomatoes off my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we are going to talk a lot about uh, about the uh, legislative branch and the executive branch, I guess, a little bit because Governor Herbert's a fucking idiot, brother Herbert. Uh, we're going to start there. We're going to start with Governor Herbert signing a resolution to rescind the Bears Ranch National Monument. So we've talked about this. We knew it was going to happen. And our dumbass senators decided to put up a bill. Um, I think it was actually the House and Senate put together a concurrent resolution. Um, Greg Hughes. Yay, Greg Hughes, you fucking piece of shit. And Niederhauser. Both of them. Uh, created a resolution to ask Donald Trump to rescind Bears Ears National Monument. Because, you know, why the fuck wouldn't you do that, you know, you piece of shit? I, can I just say, he? so ne- this is the quote from Niederhauser. I question whether it's right the law, it's the right law that one person with a stroke of a pen can broadly make such big decisions. Um, Isn't the president supposed to make big decisions? Well, well isn't he doing all of that right now? That's I mean, the, well, he's his, signing shit. His he doesn't even is, know he's signing. So here's the thing. His argument is that... Uh, the president shouldn't have the power solely to declare national monuments. My argument is, well, you know what? They created the Antiquities Act because Congress is a bunch of fucking idiots and can't do that shit. So they created the Antiquities Act, which Teddy is Teddy Roosevelt law. created it. Yeah, and now we have national parks, and we have land that can't be fucking mined and stripped for resources because there are national parks and monuments. Uh, so he can go right the fuck off. What's interesting is he signs this amidst... Other news that the Outdoor Retailers Convention, uh, which is here twice a year, has been since like 2000, I think, or maybe even No, 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 that. sooner. Th- like, like 98 or something. Yeah, it was about 98. Brings $45 million in revenue to the state every year. And they're going to fucking pull out. Now, they've kind of talked about it for the past few years, but they're actively seeking bids for other cities when their contract's up in 2018. They are going to pull out. They've had big... Uh, big people in the outdoor retail world say, we're not Patagonia? coming to Utah. Uh, yeah, what is it? Pergonia or something? Patagonia. Patagonia. We're not coming to Utah. And the biggest reason is because you guys are doing shit like this. You're trying to take good federal, national, public lands and sell them off to private interest, mine the shit out of them, drill for oil, frack, uh, and just not protect the land. So why should we hold a big outdoor retailer convention in a state where you guys don't give a shit about the land that you have. Yeah. It's just, it's funny to me that he's signing that resolution. Again, also a resolution like, really? Is that where we should be fucking focusing things? Not the inversion? Which... Definitely no. By the way, well, I just no, bill, no bill for clean air still on the docket yet. It's just stupid about... He doesn't think that anyone should... With the stroke of a pen, broadly make such a big decision. Is As that not what Trump bill? fucking did when he did the stupid immigration ban? He took a pen on a piece of paper and broadly made his big old well. To be clear, that's already been signature. To be clear, that's already been challenged as unconstitutional by the judicial system. But my system. point is, his president is doing that very same thing. And I would argue that what Trump's doing, he shouldn't be able to do. Okay, that's so. fine. But for him to say that, as someone else is doing that, it, it, they're just the biggest hypocrites ever. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, very angry. Not everything they do is terrible, though. I didn't say it was, but that's um, very hypocritical. And so hypocritic, we, hypocritics bug me. <laughs> we can't talk about something hypocritical. Uh, the liquor legislation. 
Okay, in a state full of Republicans that are all about free enterprise, why do we have state-run liquor stores? Why can't we privatize them? Because then the the church can't can't monitor our liquor intake. Then we can't mark them up eighty six percent and make all that money plus all the taxes on the alcohol that they sell at the liquor store <laughs> already marked up. Um, but there is uh, that bill is still not hit. There was supposed to be. We talked about it. I think last week the design curtain legislation was supposed to hit. Um, it's still not on the docket. Um, probably not going to be for a while because it's now what over two hundred pages. Yes, I believe that was the last count. 200 pages to remove the Zion Curtain. And what it is instead is a sweeping change, which means one of two things. Either we're going to get a whole bunch of bullshit new regulations, or we're going to get uh, a bill that won't pass because no one can agree on the fucking minutia that's going down with all this. I feel like the guy that is really supporting it, though, hopefully he will have a big enough voice that he can... Maybe talk I hope some so. It's, into people. The thing that's crazy is it seems all those non-drinkers universal in in the legislature that the Zion curtain was a poorly thought out rule and it's not really having an impact. And does it's anybody know when business. that started? Like ten years ago, if that. No, not that's even all. That. Not I even don't think it was ago. ten years ago. So it started when that, it started when they changed uh, the private club legislation. Hmm. So it used to be you had to have a private club license in order to actually serve hard liquor uh, outside of a restaurant, and uh, you had to be sponsored by someone. So I remember, like, hey, do you want uh, Mike to sponsor you tonight? Who the fuck's Mike? Well, he's just the dude that we have as a member on our rolls, and that's who's sponsoring everyone that walks into the club tonight. <laughs> She had a member's uh, jacket. No, members only. <laughs> and you had to pay. You had to pay. You had to pay a guest membership fee. So every bar had a, a had couple a bucks door charge. Yeah, five like bucks, two yeah. to five dollars. I have a few uh, of those. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when they changed that law, is when they added the Zion curtain to ah. restaurants, mm. which is fucking. It's just dumb. Let's put up a wall. Let's cause businesses to spend more money. Because if a kid sees someone making a drink, they're gonna fucking take a nosedive three stories at the Rose Wagner Theater, the Eccles Theater, and jump into the bar and start becoming an alcoholic. When this bill passes, I specifically want Jim DeBacchus to say, tear down that wall, Herbert. (laughs) (laughs) How pissed are the Lamb's Grill people? (laughs) Right? That's a lot of money. Well, and this is... I mean, hopefully it's good for them because then they won't have to rebuild everything and they can use that beautiful bar again, but holy fuck. Still doesn't change their uh, the bullshit... Crap with the liquor license changeover, though. Man. Anyway. Uh, other good things coming out of the legislature. Uh, rape kits. The rape kit testing bill is passed out of committee. Hooray! It was um, passed unanimously, too. Which is huge. And for those of you that don't know what this bill is. so Especially right, considering it had a $2.3 million fiscal bill attached to it. Uh, 2.4, I believe. Um, 2.4, yes. But uh, close. Point one million. I mean, when you're talking about a hundred grand on a two and a half million dollar bill, it doesn't matter that much. Um, the big thing is, in the state of Utah, there are literally hundreds of rape kits that go unprocessed, um, dating back ten years sometimes. <coughs> Excuse me. Stop dying. Uh, maybe even longer. <clears throat> and so this this bill basically says uh, you gotta you gotta test the kits. So what happens when a girl gets raped? In a raped? timely manner. Yeah, what happens when a girl gets raped is... You know, or rape, a boy. Or a boy, correct. Um, and, and you know, they go report it. A rape kit is usually taken at a hospital and that's submitted into evidence. And then it fucking sits. 
And well, and really... from what I read, it's a pretty traumatic, long, drawn-out process. So if you submit yourself to that after you've been raped, like it's just, you know, salt in your wound. And then to find out yeah. that it's just sitting in a warehouse somewhere because nobody is bothering to process it just seems like a waste. So this is a huge win, uh, a huge win for women especially. I know men can be raped, but let's be honest, the, the bulk of it here is, is women, female rape victims. All right. Um, so another cool thing, but kind of fucking stupid again, that we're wasting our time with this kind of shit uh, is the spiral jetty. So someone said that the spiral jetty is a place that, they, that someone should go see, right? One of our guests said that's one of their, their things people they must did? do, right? They did. I think so. No? I don't recall. You're the it. official historian. Oh, that's Jess. true. I am. Well, sort of. You're Historical the Jess. The blog, which is the new Utah dot wordpress.com right yes okay sorry i'm looking for historical fact (laughs) (laughs) she's flipping through handwritten notes so i'm not sure if they did or not but it's the salt flats and if you ever drive out to wendover uh you'll see um, a lot of cool rock art that's done in the salt flats one of them is this big long spiral uh, it comes off basically the edge of I-80 out into the salt flat. looks really, really cool. Uh, it's great to go out there and take a look. People pull off to the side of the road and take pictures of it. And there is a bill. Um, uh, Becky Edwards from North Salt Lake is proposing that the uh, uh, spiral formation um, be recognized by the state as a uh, state work of art, which means it gets protected, essentially. So it's created in 1970. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like by making it official, somebody's going to go out and destroy it now. Well, that's the thing is it would actually put up some barriers so that it's protected. Yeah, because so. barriers stop people from destroying things. Just like barriers in Yellowstone. Stop people, Keep from, people from falling, jumping from, in from jumping in and disintegrating <laughs> yourself. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiots. Natural selection, babe. Natural selection. Uh, another stupid-ass thing that we do, we waste our times uh, as Utah legislatures. Um, this is not in the legislature we, now. We're not but, Utah legislatures. We're Utah legislators. Uh, we're whatever the fuck we say, I say <sighs> we are. So deal with it. I live in Utah. I can say what I say. They're naked. Um, so up on the mountain, there's this school called the University of Utah. And last legislative session, uh, back in 2016, um, so, University of Utah last year, um, the basketball games between them and BYU were getting pretty heated. Um, BYU was throwing bows. It's like and, word ball. Yeah, I mean, they were basically playing church ball, um, throwing bows, and it was just a really aggressive, shitty game. And uh, The athletic director for the University of Utah, Chris Hill, said, uh, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. I will pay the fine for canceling the remaining games on the schedule, and we are not going to schedule any more games with BYU. Now, for those of you that don't live in Utah, the BYU-Utah rivalry um, has been lessened by Utah's joining the Pac-12 and BYU becoming an independent uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> can't tell which side I fall on there. Um, but uh, anytime the two teams can come together in a sporting competition – um, there's a lot of rivalry. There's there's money to be had because it's you know it's a pretty common like water cooler thing. People want to see it. Um, but Chris Hill said basically this game does nothing for us, so we're not going to have it anymore. It doesn't help us be better. We're in a conference that actually requires real competition. Uh, our players get beat up when they play BYU. It's too much stress. They don't need it. 
we could bullies. find better games. Yeah. You are, uh, you are bullies. So what happened was <laughs> the Utah uh, Utah legislature, because the University of Utah is a public school, went, uh, yeah, we're going to audit your athletic department. We have the ability to do that. You're a public university, and we're going to put you through this fucking audit. Everyone at the time was like, are you fucking serious? And they said it didn't have anything to do with that decision. Yet the decision to audit the school came like within two or three weeks of them pulling that game. It was very clear that's what they were doing. And they can't do that to BYU because it's a private university. So um, now they're coming back and saying, okay, uh, yeah, we really probably shouldn't have audited Everything Utah Athletics. Good. Everything good looks great. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we were douchebags. Um, well, they didn't say sorry. They were no. Douchebags. It let's let's be very clear that it was Jim DeBacchus that apologized. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, and said that it was preposterous and that it was done for foolish reason as punishment. But but even Evan Vickers, who's a Republican down in Cedar, said he said, yeah, that shouldn't have been. We shouldn't have done that. We sh- we shouldn't have sought out that audit. Yeah, so. and then you know Niederhauser, who is our favorite, Niederhauser's a piece said, of shit. <laughs> We found out things are working pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we found <laughs> like, out that it's very uh, productive. We found and, and out there's this, good results. The successful university is doing just fine. Good mm. job. Good Even job, better, guys. actually, than they thought. Good job, guys. Good on you. Like holy shit! Do you they think actually he says that? Really good on you. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to a legislative session just to see. Gosh darn it! That. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly gee, good on you. <laughs> You guys are doing swell. It'd be really great if you could tell me into town. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom goes to college. <laughs> My lips hurt real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that the other day on a on the plane flight back from uh, Ohio. I watched that. That was on the plane movie. That's amazing. So Delta has now these really cool. A uh, little sidetrack. Delta on a lot of their planes I now. I love their new planes. They have the new in-seat entertainment. Like, they've had screens and seats before, but this is a whole different experience. And it's it's free. all free. Uh, games are free. Yep. Um, you movies. can watch. They have hundreds of movies uh, and TV shows that you can watch. It's like watching freaking On Demand. It's really awesome. Um, and so, yeah. I There's watch. a radio show that I listen to on Entertainment Weekly, and they have the Planey Awards. So, they're like planes that are videos that you would specifically watch on a plane that do well on a plane it's my favorite awards <laughs> <laughs> i was surprised some of the stuff they had on there like uh, magnificent seven mm-hmm. a little violent for a plane but i'm like fuck yeah i'll watch that uh i watched that war dogs movie which is it's okay yeah it's better than i thought it would be yeah what's what's the what's the etiquette i mean is there a threshold of like, like what you can films? and can't watch <laughs> on a plane well let me tell you one thing i sat next to a dude in first class once hardcore porn on his laptop yeah that's not okay i don't want you watching hardcore porn on a blanket your over you and watch it until i can uh, if well, i notice worse. that you're watching it with a blanket that's over you worse. then i'm like dude <laughs> you're fucking here in public man you can get arrested now for you're now shit. you're just hiding it i know yeah. you're ashamed <laughs> <laughs> before it was out in the open there was a question about whether you thought that was okay or not i just like Look, if you want to watch porn, get one of those Samsung VR goggles and stick your fucking no. phone in it and watch porn on there. No, not in public. No, I don't care. If you're watching it's it on that VR. and I don't have to see it or hear it, I don't care. I don't know. But I, I think. He but was, if I glance over and I think look. I was thinking more along the lines of you have a small child next to you and you decide to watch Texas Chainsaw well, Massacre. We were, we were at, I watched Hostel for the first time on an airplane. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. <clears throat> I'd say until. And that I movie. Like, I, I'm like, <laughs> I start watching, I get you to some of the really. You just have to talk over the top of him because he'll just, just keep going. I get on some of those scenes and I'm like, 
Uh, I should probably not watch this on the plane. <laughs> oh man! But at like, at what point are you like, ah, oh, this is too much? Because every the the problem with censorship is everyone's exactly everyone's threshold is different. I mean, no, I'm what's totally offensive with you. to me? I'm that's true. Because like, I let my kids and you watch can you can orange th- is the new black. And you can throw so. meaningless words at these things like appropriate. <laughs> but. I don't know. Maybe until you can get a full entire can of ginger ale, you can't see a, a full <laughs> naked woman. So or you man. want you want to know the trick to getting a full can? Of you can anything? you can have as much of the soda as you can of the human body. There's there's there's, there's, there's two ways. One, you just ask, and if the flight attendants aren't fucking pricks, they'll give you one. Yeah. Or two, order liquor, and you'll get. Delta's pretty can good of soda. about giving you the full. Yeah, if you ask them, yep. they'll just give it to you. Yep. Um, I ask them for the big tall waters. Mm-hmm. They don't give those yeah, to me. No. It's probably because you'll leave your garbage in the back so, of the seat. Oh, I'm an asshole. I leave everything. <laughs> like blow my nose. I just throw it right on the floor. Oh, That's boy. not true. I don't do he that. He doesn't really. Some of us take our shoes off. I always take my shoes off. I hate flying with shoes on. Anyway, enough about flying. <laughs> that was a nice detour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> let's talk about pornography and sex, shall we? Okay. So Wait, if you, uh, well, we're going to continue. So sorry, if, I had to pick my Carmex up off the floor. Uh, oh, my lips hurt. My lips hurt. Bad. <laughs> Can you bring me my chapstick? Well, it usually just has like my chapstick, and I have it spaced all around your office. You don't know this. I have little little things all little around your things. office. Don't be jealous. I've been chatting with hot babes online. <laughs> <laughs> I've got mad mad dance skills. Like that movie's so good. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Point. So, so let me. A- I, I, I'm going to ask you guys a serious question. Um, if I don't tell you how to have sex, will you have sex? Yes. No. Nick. Yes. <laughs> in, in what context? No, I don't. Tell, <laughs> if I don't tell you how to have sex or the dangers, I'm of sex still in the, the airplane sex, at this point. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. No, you, you can do it in it's the cool. You can do it in the airplane. Deplane. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> you know, if, if I don't tell you uh, how to have sex or how to, you know, properly protect yourself uh, when having sex, are you going to have sex? Um, yes, absolutely. Okay. What about you, Bree? Well, sure. And Jeremy? Absolutely. Yeah. And, <laughs> and hardly anything keeps me from sex. Uh, <laughs> Now, in in the state of Utah, um, the consensus amongst leadership in the state of Utah is if you tell kids sex is bad and they shouldn't have it, they won't. That always works. Yeah. So how's our teen pregnancy rate in the state of Utah? Through the roof. How's our uh, gonorrhea and chlamydia rates? Through the roof. (laughs) You have to do the meme talk. I got to hear this. So we were talking in the car on the way over here. just says. There is a meme out there that says if the person that you are dating on the first date knows how to spell gonorrhea correctly, you should not go on a second date. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it. Look, there's two that sides to that. To now that I hear that again, like legit, I think you probably should not have sex with him on the first or second date if they can spell gonorrhea. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, there's nothing wrong with having sex on the first date. I'll let you know. Well, that's not what she said. Yeah, Especially no. if you don't call them Spelling. afterwards. It's perfect. What if they're She's just a bad speller? Yeah. No, but they could be a freaking <laughs> genius. Or what if they're a doctor and know about gonorrhea? And now you're like, oh, fuck it. I don't want to go on a second date with that guy. 
Just because you know how to spell gonorrhea. You are thinking about this. It was funny. Gonorrhea. Can I get can I get it in a in a sentence, please? <laughs> oh, please don't ask for that. I think Chris might actually <laughs> Gonorrhea is the pit. <laughs> I don't think that sentence will help sentence. you, but hey, <laughs> is it not true? I don't know. <laughs> how many first dates have have started with a spelling bee? And well, how, I well, think that's the ultimately I, you. She's too young for you, bro. I think even bigger than that. If gonorrhea is brought up on your first date, you probably should just go ahead and end it right there. Well, we all know like that how Jeremy does that come up in a conversation? He's a terrible speller, so I know he can't. I don't know. So I'm out. Like even if even if it's a doctor, <laughs> like even sex. if it's like a Planned Parenthood person yeah. who's like, man, Sweet. I had the worst case of gonorrhea I was dealing with today uh-huh. at work. Like, still, I don't know that that's first date level conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little well, too much. Maybe we should back off. Really like, talk about that either. You could talk about it. Just don't talk about the actual patient names. Don't say Jane. Did I ever tell you guys the <gasps> Jane has gonorrhea? <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys the clap story? So, <laughs> uh, this is a long time ago. So this we're is, at the, this is your your cure cover band. <laughs> the clap. <laughs> so we're at. That's so how Jeremy spells the clash. We're at uh, we're at the Village Inn, uh, just up the street there on Seventh East, and uh, was it Seventh East or Ninth East? I don't know. On Fort South, there used to be a Village Inn there. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, anyway, so we go out. I go out to lunch with uh, a couple of friends, and we're talking, um, and we start talking for some reason. We get into how um, sexual our group of friends were, and how so many of them had had sex with so many of the other ones, like very interconnected. Um, and incestuous. incestuous. That's the word I was looking for. And we, we, we um, start talking about how one time my buddy Rich gets called into Planned Parenthood uh, to get tested for the clap. And, uh, you know, he gets tested for it and they need to know his sexual history and the partners he's been with. And he lists them off. And he said, when he gets to our friend Jen and says her name, the lady's like, oh, I've heard that name a few times. <laughs> and i'm thinking like i don't think she's Babe, supposed to be able to say that out loud you should probably not be using your friends names ah it's fine they don't listen to this shit i know rich That's lives in new york i don't know where jen's at she's here somewhere in salt lake but she doesn't listen to this so. I still use your friends names. it doesn't matter they're fine uh so yeah i mean by the time that conversation was over and this was a busy time there were no tables seated near us we were kind of loud talking about the clap guess that's not appropriate public conversation <laughs> uh i overheard somebody the other day talking about how they had code words of whether they needed to be quiet at the table to listen to the other conversation next to them or if they needed to, or if they needed to talk louder because they didn't want to hear the conversation it's like a safe word it's hilarious so i bring up sex ed because there was a bill uh, to change sexual education in, in utah schools um what it, sexual education and it of. failed. Yep. And it fell by the hands of a lot of idiots, including Gail, uh, Gail Rizika from the Eagle Forum. Um, basically, their thought behind it was, if we don't tell kids to have sex, and we tell them abstinence is the only way to be safe, they'll listen to she us. She says, aren't we supposed to be teaching them abstinence? Teaching them not to have sex? Not teaching them if you're going to have it, it's better to do it less times. Wrong. Clearly she's not clearly she doesn't fucking know what sex ed is because sex ed doesn't say do it less times. It says 
Wear a condom. Well, it's just like history. History isn't teaching you how to do things Here's in how history. You get STDs. It's teaching you about history. Chlamydia is curable. Syphilis is curable. Herpes is with you for life. That's the kind of shit you learn in sex ed. I remember I, I was... You can't get AIDS from a toilet seat. I was privileged enough to have real sex ed in high school. Because you lived in Wyoming. Because um, I... Well, Wyoming's pretty conservative, but uh, they actually believe in intelligence there. Um, <laughs> And well, to be but, fair, most of the sex is canceled for wind. Well, it's true. Or, you know, <laughs> meth abuse or alcoholism or any other number of things. Uh, but we, I mean, we practice putting condoms on things. You wouldn't think. Really? Like, you wouldn't think what putting school did you? I never got any of that at we school. We put condoms on bananas. Never. Did you really? You yeah. school in Wyoming. Huh. And I got to tell you, you know, the first time you put a condom on something, uh, you, you can put it on inside out pretty fucking easily. Like, it's not hard to screw it up. And sometimes, like, you would think, like, your natural instinct is just put that sucker on tight, not leave that reservoir. Well, they break when you do that. Chris is giving us sex ed. Yeah, so if you guys didn't get to experience sex ed from the can public I school a, system. Can I have a pen? On the t- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put it in your notes. Uh, the first time phone. that you put that condom on a banana, that they will never let you back into the Smiths. <laughs> well they expect like, you to, they expect you to pay for both this is of a them. fancy you know town establishment if you use a cucumber instead they're totally fine with it <laughs> well i mean they keep them closer to the back area it's less it's more concealed a concealed you gotta make your way around town um no i like have trader a, joe's whole foods oh man Trader Joe's is so helpful. Carmen's. They would, what are you going to use that would for? Carmen's would probably help. Do you need to yeah, like, uh, actually, like... sir, for the banana, I would go go with a magnet. Carmen's would probably give banana. you locally made ones. <laughs> I just, okay, like, I have to These say... were sourced from the farmer's market. We have a <laughs> we have a rancher that makes sheepskin condoms. <laughs> Not effective, by the way. Kids don't use sheepskin. As, so as, as the mother of Our two sheep. daughters who are have Can been... Of, uh, <laughs> who have been capable of... Having sex forever. I would rather that they know things. <clears throat> they say this from a yeah, parental... Well, and from a parental standpoint, like we, we tell the kids, we have a conversation with them, seriously, probably three or four times a year. Hey, if you're going to have sex, I don't really care. I don't really want to hear about it. You know. Well, Chris I, says I don't really care. I care. Well, and, and sometimes the conversation goes, look, I don't think you're mature enough for sex yet. I don't think you're there developed developmentally like in your in your brain like that's not a good place for you but if you do because i know you probably will at some point uh use a condom and if you want to get on birth control just fucking ask i'll do it in a heartbeat like i have no qualms with it at all and she's catholic and they're not supposed to like birth control but you know what's better than birth control having babies as kids i don't think so so i I'm a strong proponent of it, but well, I'm not sure. I stopped it too for a reason. I am not raising some grandchild baby. <laughs> well, I'll send them over to Jeremy's house. They won't notice one more. No, thank well, you. and <laughs> and at the end of the day, we're not the typical parent. Is the problem? True. Like you know, we drink in front of our kids. I have an unlocked liquor cabinet stocked with probably a thousand dollars worth of booze, and my kids don't get into it. Ooh. And my kids don't get <laughs> shit face drunk and then turn around and drive. They make responsible decisions, uh, and they do like that. For per, like really, we actually had this happen. Yeah, for for, uh, for New years. years. So our oldest comes back from school. Um, you know, she's she's almost nineteen at that point, and she wants to go out and, and party with some friends. And um, 
our youngest wants to go and stay overnight with a friend. And her dad's like, no, I don't want you to stay overnight because he's afraid she's going to be drinking. Well, first off, she's staying at a friend's house whose parents are there who are having a responsible, you know, young teen party with no alcohol. This other child was 16. Um, and, and the older one wanted to go drink and she knew she wasn't going to be able to drive home. And so she was making she didn't plans to say stay that over. to her. No, father. but she knew that. I know, but he's naive. And so, and so in his brain, she wasn't going to be doing that. He's, he's, you know, no, I don't want you to stay the night. No, I don't want you to stay the night. Cassie, will you bring her home? So finally, Cassie relents because she doesn't want her sister to not uh, be able to, you know, stay out and have a good time on New Year's. Uh, but Cassie goes out and she has too much to drink. And uh, she says, okay, well, now at 2 a.m., I'm going to call and say I can't bring Sean home because I've been drinking, which I was actually fine with because she did the responsible thing um, and didn't drive. And she did that because she knows better. Because she has parents that because are Because we told her if she ever drinks and drives, I will kill her personally. Yeah. And if you drink and you can't drive and you need to come home, call us. And you won't get in trouble for drinking. Because I don't I care. I might be annoyed because it's two in the morning, but I will come and get you. Yeah. I'll come and get you. I won't bitch at can you. Can I call you? Yeah. You can call me. Two in the morning. Start a new contact. <laughs> now, <laughs> if I don't know you very well and you call me at two in the morning, I'll just hang up on your ass. But we know you, Jessica. I do know you, Jess. Oh, thanks. Um, But I also know that you won't call me drunk at two in the morning because I can't even get you to drink whiskey, like a sip at my house. (laughs) You never know. I might just crack one day. You won't. Maybe she'll crack with crack and then she won't want to drive. Whoa, crack crack. is whack. Let's not go there. (laughs) (laughs) That whole collection out of my closet is dangerous. You never know. So, do you think your roommates might ever force you to drink? Like, just pin you down and pour liquor down your throat no she locked them in their barely rooms. yeah i locked them up remember i barely see so them. you would not qualify for the good landlord incentive program <laughs> <laughs> is that i i feel like i'm a pretty good landlord and actually i have had um an addict as a roommate before um recovering a, or active no recovering there's nothing like coming home um with a parole officer card stuck in your door <laughs> Wondering oh, why? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah, there was no like disclosure when he moved in, which is he was amazing. There was nothing wrong. He was just a recovering addict and um, awesome. He's actually part of the addict to athlete as a trainer, cool dude. Cool. But um, I like to think I'm an okay landlord. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to live in the same house yes. that you landlord, so that's a little bit different than yes, people I don't get. So there, benefits. there are problems with slumlords in Utah, people that don't get proper permits to rent, that have shitty homes, that are assholes to tenants. And there is a good landlord incentive program that goes on in the state where uh, most cities have enacted it. Um, I think maybe all of them are required to in some fashion, but essentially they provide incentives to landlords to maintain proper records and buildings to... Um, run background checks on their tenants to have you know proper eviction practices things like that well there's a new bill um, in the house hb 178 um, which was sponsored by brian king out of salt lake he's a democrat uh, basically um, trying to improve that program so one of the one of the issues that you have with the program is the background checks and essentially what happens is um, if a criminal uh, wants to rent from you and they don't pass a background check, you don't rent to them, right? If you rent to them, um, you run the risk of losing the good landlord incentive because you're not keeping proper background records and you're letting criminals rent from you, that type of thing. Well, that's kind of a double-edged sword for these these criminals, right? 
like they might actually be reformed, like Jess's addict friend, um, and on the path of straight and narrow. I wouldn't say he's really a friend. I haven't talked to him for like years. Well, you know, whatever. Um, but anyway, so uh, then you can lose your status as a good landlord. So Ogden's got a program, and this is really where kind of the opposition's coming from. Uh, Ogden says, look, we're already doing a good job of this. Ogden has a program where they provide waivers for um, some felons within the first year um, so that the good landlord basically doesn't lose his status by renting to that felon because, you know, we still want those felons to be able to get housing. It's tough. It's tough enough to get a job, let alone get housing uh, when you're a convicted felon. So that's basically what this bill does. It sounds like it's got quite a bit of support, like it's probably going to pass. Um, it did pass well, committee. Especially, hopefully they're seeing that it's already working and that it's doing good things up in Ogden. So hopefully people will follow suit. Yeah. And it did pass to the floor. Um, so on an eight, five committee vote. Um, so it sounds good. It was actually kind of, you know, I like KSL. A lot of times they write some decent articles, but this one was a bunch of detail and nothing about the actual program. So it was kind of hard to follow. Um, but it sounds like for me anyway, it sounds like a pretty good bill and it seems to be pretty universally liked. So very small margin of people that aren't happy about it. Um, couple more news stories and we'll talk to Nick for a while. Sound good to you guys? Yes. Um, so uh, we talked last week about the sixth graders. How cool I thought it was that they uh, stood up to their principal those, for taking away the soccer sports. sixth graders? Yeah. Well, if we can't have soccer and football, then we might as well not come to school. Yep. <laughs> Love the sixth grade mentality. Um, well, more middle schoolers in the news. Um, in Layton. Layton. Not Layton. 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 Um, uh, a teenager, with the help of an attorney, obviously, has sued the Davis School District for not, in, not allowing her to practice and compete with the uh, wrestling team at Central Davis Junior High. So, Because she's a girl. Because she's a girl. So in high school sports, um, if you'll notice, there are exactly the same number of female and male sports in high schools. And that was a federal law passed years and years ago. Um, because basically we said we can't discriminate against women, so that's why you have a male team and a women a women's team for basketball. You have volleyball when football's going on. You have softball versus baseball, and so on and so forth. Well, wrestling was always one of those sports where there was no girl equivalent, essentially. And so now with the advent of females in professional fighting, um, Ronda Rousey kind of paved some of that path. and So you have a lot of girls that are very interested in joining high school wrestling teams and middle school wrestling teams. Well, and they're being allowed. I apologize if you just said that. I'm trying to help my boss with a GoFundMe account. Are you sure you're not putting tomato, pulling tomatoes off something for him? Tomato <laughs> porn? What? Oh, boy. No. No. His wife is very sick. And <laughs> I moderate his GoFundMe account, and so he just needs to withdraw some money. Anyways... Um, they're also participating in football as well, in high school football now. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, real quick, the boss's GoFundMe account, is it active? Yes. For his wife? Yes. How do we get access to it? Because we want to support people here. Uh, you go to GoFundMe and you just search for Tamara's Fight for Her Life. Two R's, T-A-M-A-R-R-A. A lot of money to raise. This is our second one that we've done for her. Her first one, we raised forty five thousand dollars. So I feel like we should talk about that more. Let's do that at the end. Okay, I really do. <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, okay. So, Sorry. so <laughs> the the school has said, well, she can go 
wrestle with the high school team? Well, there's a couple problems with that. One, they're more experienced. They're bigger. Um, she has to travel to do it to another school. She has to give up part of her last period to do it. Um, so she has to leave class early during the season. And their season's almost over. And the middle school season is just beginning. Um, so there's, there's a good chance that they're going to file an injunction and force the school to allow her to do it. Uh, good honor. Uh, and good on them for filing the lawsuit. Well, there's, it sounds like there's several other girls kind of around that have, uh, around the valley, around the state, that have been running into the same problem. And so they're pretty grateful that, that this is happening and they can't wait for the outcome because once this outcome hopefully is a positive one, then it paves the way for them and they can stop fighting on their own. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are there other girls who are interested, though? Because yes. You, you wouldn't want to have her wrestle with the boys, right? No. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the, what she that's wants. That's the whole argument. She wants argument. to, she wants to wrestle boys. Weight, but in her weight. Right. She's actually on a fair. public She's actually in a public team somewhere. I can't yeah. remember where it says it, where she wrestles boys and girls. Why shouldn't she be able to? I'm just asking. Yeah, I think she should be able to in the same weight. Just wrestle the boys. I think it's fine. Uh, last thing to talk about. Um, so Pleasant Grove, you guys may have heard a little little park called uh, Evermore. We've talked about it a little um, bit before. We have a little bit. Uh, so Evermore, um, the idea has been around for a long time. Ken Brett Schneider, who is a uh, um, sort of a, it's not really a venture capitalist guy, but he's got a lot of projects. He used to own DigiCert uh, before he sold that off. He is a uh, founder of The Void, uh, which is a great virtual reality experience that's uh, raised over $50 million in capital, I think, at this point. Um, so that's all going well. And uh, Evermore was a park that he put together for um, kind of a big, giant haunt, a big, full theme park. Think Disneyland with less rides, more of an experience. Um, it's kind of a dream child of his. Um, he did a Pumpkin Fest a couple years ago that went really well. Um, but at the end of the day, it was probably a little early to try and launch a big park like that. Um so Evermore's back on the table now. It's out in that same location that the Pumpkin Fest was. Uh, it's going to be a, a really cool kind of open garden atmosphere with a, a little village of, of things to do. Uh, think Thanksgiving point. Um, but uh, the stuff that he's doing is, is going to be really, really fantastic there. Um, so I know they're going to try and open this year uh, for uh, a Pumpkin Fest event. Um, we'll kind of see how that works out. But they've already got a whole bunch of stuff planted. Uh, and they did actually... You know, officially break ground this week uh, on the new the new park. So, uh, a lot of cool things planned. Uh, we'll probably talk to them as as time passes. Uh, I have a little inside information with them since uh, I work with Ken in some other business ventures. So, oh yeah, it was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. So uh, the uh, witty and uh, snide Nick. Um, Posse, I believe, is what uh, he wanted me to call him. Can you introduce yourself uh, like that Fulton. when you are like doing your? My name tour? is Nick Pousset. My name. It's like from uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, yeah, Pousset from Orange. She died. Pousset. Wait, yep. did I just spoil it? Yep. You know, if you haven't fucking watched season three, just go suck a big dick or something. <laughs> it's been out for a long time. I haven't seen any of them, but I just finished finished Shit's Creek, and it's the funniest <laughs> you, show ever. You finished Shit Creek. Shit's Creek. That's yeah. a real show. Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. It is hilarious. What's it on? It's Netflix right now, but it's a Canadian 
based show that is written by Eugene and Daniel Levy. And it has Catherine O'Hara in it. And it's so funny. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. I just finished both seasons. Um, Stranger Things is coming soon. Really? Soon? October. October. (laughs) (laughs) It's like in a year. Six months, ten months, <laughs> I don't know. Soon? Just making up. It's going to be fucking Christmas before you know it. Don't worry about it. And we'll be back to socks and porno again. Cool. I can't wait all year. Yeah, I'm going to send you some porno. Don't worry. It's Somebody coming. better. I'm going to email it to you. That's not the same. Uh, it's a digital world. Jess. It is a digital world. I'm going to email it to your work email. So we were at the, uh, my cousin and I were at the Capital Antiques Mall over the weekend and there is a whole entire case of old Playboys. What would you say, like 1980s, probably? Yeah. That's it was awesome. awesome. That's it was awesome, awesome, actually. Anyways, sorry. Took me back to so my childhood. Really, Nick passing. Right? Back, back when there was nudity in them. Yeah. And you, you hid them under, all the way in back. A, under a bathroom sink or something? Under the I didn't. Ba- back when they still made them, you mean? Since they're not making them anymore. Oh, is that? The, it's gone. Like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, sure. I'm old-fashioned. That would be old fashioned, wouldn't it? Playboys. I I do. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. When I want to see a woman naked, I just go outside and to Pioneer Park. I mean, yeah, you do live. In Park. <laughs> he doesn't and, live and in Pioneer one Park Let's enough be until they start laughing, and then push comes to shove. Insult? Well, that, no, not no, no, no. There's no pushing or shoving. No. There might be some choking. <laughs> Under certain After pushing I'm learning so much. Control. I'm learning so much. Um, Sounds like an episode of SVU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nick is a member of the band Folk Hogan. I am. Um, again, they're doing a show this weekend at the Urban Lounge with uh, Steven Seagal's, which just fucking sounds amazing. It's a like Folk Hogan, Steven Seagal's. I mean, it, it actually took me... a several hours to put that together and 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 realize oh spoonerisms <laughs> yeah it sounds great but that's not the only thing you do right nick um, um i hear you get some solo stuff coming yeah out too. so um the backstory full hogan was getting ready to uh melt faces as we do at, at the green pig pub um downtown uh great bar go there order the tacos um the and a friend of mine, uh, Jeff Dillon, came up to me and he said, uh, hey, man, uh, and even a, a little bit of backstory before that, I've been working with Jeff Dillon, um, kind of mentoring and, and, and sharing some of my experiences. He's a, he's a newer artist, and this is something that I've done for the majority of my life. He was asking, you know, how do I release an album? How do I do this? How do I... Um, I become a source for many local musicians to you know, make the, the pins and the stickers and the shirts and just sourcing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, that's, that's one thing that I specialize in and, um, a graphic designer by trade. And so, um, you know, I know different sources for these things. Well, so he's like, why don't you come on tour with me? I'm going to go on this nine day tour and I've got all these West coast gigs, mostly booked. There's a couple spaces in between I'm filling in. And I said, Oh yeah, great. Like, uh, what do you need? Like a, like a tour manager or like a merch guy, like just another person to drive. So you don't fall asleep on your way to, you know, some gig that's eight hours away and after not sleeping and you know, the, the way that the road goes. And, and he's just like, no man, like look dumbass, like you <laughs> and your guitar and me and my guitar 
and we throw them in my car and we, we just, we go, we go on the road and, and I was, all of these wheels started spinning and I, I was about ready to say no when all of a sudden it occurred to me, um, why the fuck not? I, I mean, I've dedicated my whole life to being a musician. Um, and, 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 and so what better chance than to go be a musician than to throw all this together. So, so now I'm doing, you know, the kind of things that I, I counsel other musicians don't do, which is flying by the seat of your pants. And, and I've booked a, a CD release show that's in Salt Lake on April 21st at the acoustic space. I love um, that place. It's over there at the gateway mall, um, which is, which is like an up and coming place. Um, you know, there was this, there was this sad part in recent memory where the Apple store moved out and, um, you know, it was scary over there for a minute, but now, uh, now there's some cool stuff going back in and, and, uh, it's just a, it's a perfect room. It's intimate. Um, I delivered a wedding cake there last year. Oh, really? I did. Yes. That seems like a, it would be a great venue. That for was, wedding. that was like the, th- one of three events they had there last year. So yeah, <laughs> Maybe. They, they, they have been struggling. I think they've got a, a good plan to try and revitalize the area. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, it, and it's, cru- it's crucial to me to, to, to see good things happening in that neighborhood. Cause it's not, it's not far from where I live downtown and, and uh, you know, the, I want, I want my space to be a, a little bit um, more attractive. So if the things around it can improve, dude, all, no one is better. going back to my space. Um, it's <laughs> Jess, shit is so Jess like and me and Tom, we're, we're all we're all linked in on, on LinkedIn. that's a different space. <laughs> that's a different program. She no, she just sent me a friendster request on it and. <laughs> And I, I, I downloaded it. Did what, like 500 people I, join that site? Yes. And then we talked on ICQ. Okay. I, I got a, I got, I, still I, using your fucking I was trying to go to sleep and I heard the fax machine uh, <laughs> kind of cycling up and it printed out and, um, <laughs> well, that's, that's a modem. Never mind. A series of, um, <laughs> anyways, um, uh, so there's a tour and, 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 and he said, you know, yeah, like, and, let's let's do this and so i spent a week recording songs and and uh i'm now actively in the studio i actually just came here straight from the studio uh you have your own studio uh no no um i i have recorded several projects at home and uh and i love the era that we're in of of garage band and logic and and all these digital audio workstations that are very accessible and what you can do on a cell phone now versus oh, yeah. what you could do on a computer 15 years ago is, I mean, it's remarkable. Um, but, um, I'm a huge fan of specialization and, um, I want to be able to throw all of my energy at making the album come out. And, and so I'm working with the studio, um, and in Murray and, and um they've they've been great to do their part as as i do mine and and so some songs got written um i booked the studio time at full fidelity um and we sat down and that process uh when is so um we recorded just me and my acoustic guitar the five songs that i'm gonna throw on this ep um and and then we sat down and 
when we talked about it, we talked about, we talked about the sounds and the textures and the way that things would be mixed and the thing way that some of these emotions would be captured. Um, not unlike how an artist might sit down and create a color palette. Um, we actually talked very specifically about, Oh, you know, I really like this filmmaker because they sit down and they create a color palette. And if it's not in the color palette, it doesn't make it into the movie. Um, and so that was, that was it. I mean, because with it as raw as just being me and an acoustic guitar, we could have taken that and, and made it into a rock and roll album. We could have taken that and made it into a, a punk album. We could have taken that and made it into an electronic album. I mean, just about anything because, because, uh, you know, we're, we're musicians and, and we can, we can form those ideas together. And so with the intent of actually creating those songs, um, and the kind of feel and, 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 and speaking of which it will, it will come out very Americana. Um, a lot of my favorite singer songwriters, um, are doing something that's kind of right on the edge of almost country. Um, and, uh, and so that was kind of our process for sitting down and, and, and scoping that out. So, so now, um, you know, wrote some songs in a week, recording them in a studio and threw a website up really fast. Um, and, uh, and you can go read a, the bio and you can, you can buy the, the stuff and all that. And that URL is nickpassy.com slash music. And how hard was that for you to throw up? And um, I'm guessing the website was probably the easiest. Part I, of all I already had. <laughs> yeah, the, it was the easiest part. Um, I, I've, I've built websites for a number of years and I already had nickpassy.com just as my general landing place for all of the various things that I do. And, and every time I, I think about creating a new brand and I, I think about like, well, you know, if I'm going to make these, then I, sh- uh, I don't want to manage another Instagram account, another, I got all, <laughs> I already got the Friendster request from Jess that I've, you I've got to write a letter in yeah. to respond to. How's your eHarmony profile going? I, Farmers I, only. LDS, LDS singles. I, they Christian. will not let a city slicker like me into farmers only. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're the one that's hanging off the horse. I know about I too many things. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing about the farmers only commercials is like they go in the bar and then they snap their finger and there's all these hot country chicks there in the bar. <laughs> like there was no one there before. As soon as the dude logs on to farmers only, suddenly they exist. <laughs> that's how it goes, right? Yeah. Uh, damn country chicks. I'm always, always offended because there's that one where the girl's the boat and her shoes get ruined. I just don't abide by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no actual shoes were harmed in the making of FarmersOnly.com. No, I, I it needs to were. say that because I I am overly concerned. I don't. Shoes. I don't think you're ever going to be on FarmersOnly.com. You know who probably is? Though, I have is boots that, on uh, today. That Duggar guy. He's probably on that fucking site. I've I've never seen any of these commercials and. <laughs> <laughs> We'll send you, you the link. And, have to be lonely. And, uh, at <laughs> they're not a sponsor, by the way, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> yes. If they were a sponsor, they would have gotten someone who could sing and stop <laughs> me. We'll, we'll be able to stop talking to them once five listeners have signed up for This <laughs> is the promo code. So I want to hear, I, I want to hear, Nick, uh, I know you do a lot of stuff, um, but I want to hear about this coin operated TV in a car. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I tried to th- I tried to dig up some good stories, some some things. Uh, you know, I was I was worried about you know that I would start talking about an album and then we'd be on to like a farmer's only dating site. So oh, I tried okay. to I, I tried to come in with that was a couple really of, I could, tried to come in with a couple of specific stories and I I pulled some of my friends that have known me for longer and um so I my very first car um my very first car that I had was a 1979 two-door Cadillac DeVille. <laughs> and I think I paid $800 for it. Um, which was a lot of money in the yeah, time. Yeah, still. Yeah, no, it's a lot of money. Uh, it, I mean, it was too much money for this car, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have known when the man drove off after giving me the title and the keys, laughing that that was that was a bad it's like sucker, a bad omen. <laughs> the car is released from my okay. Um, the, and and so uh, I worked at a thrift store at the time. Um, and we would often find interesting stuff at the thrift store, digging through the garbage and sometimes literal garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, you have a Cadillac that's older. The first thing that you hear and the hundredth thing that you hear is like, Oh, did you know that Elvis had a Cadillac? And I'm like, no, really? The, the Elvis. Yeah. He had a Cadillac and I had a record player in the back and. Um, there's just like a pill dispenser and a, <laughs> anyways, um, peanut butter and banana peanut butter, I was just going to say it made peanut yeah. butter and banana They actually died on the toilet in the Cadillac. So, um, the, <laughs> taking a wow. shit and a vein burst in his head. I'm going to deserve whatever atrocious death happens to me. Um, <laughs> the, and so, you know, that weirdness and, and having the same conversation a hundred times, we started putting weird shit into the, the Cadillac just, just to say that we could. I mean, we would, we would wire up, you know, the biggest speakers that we could find. Um, <laughs> we would, you know, it already had an eight track, um, cause that came standard yeah, in that year. It had the electric trunk. It had the electric windows. It had cruise control. Holy I mean, shit. it was decked out. Many modern luxury cars don't have some of Jeremy's these things cars still. My car doesn't have That's that. That's actually patch. very yeah. true. And uh, I mean, they we went about that. <laughs> they went all out in the year, and uh, and so there was kind of this vacant space between where the eight track player ended and the and the the kind of middle hump. Um, and so we put an airport TV in there. <laughs> And it was one of those, and it was one of those airport televisions that you used to sit down at the booths and put a couple quarters in, and and then you could tune it to whatever, whatever uh, VHF UHF frequency, and and you could watch for seven minutes a quarter or fifteen minutes a quarter, and then it, they would run out, and so because you could still pick up um, yeah, television frequency, frequency at that time, um, we would roll around and listen to this thing, and then of course. That eventually ended up in a, a an original Nintendo hooked up to it, and so <laughs> halfway through Pop a quarter and yeah, play a Nintendo game. Halfway through like Mario Brothers two, like you'd be like jumping and you'd be like, oh shit, and you'd you'd have to <laughs> pop another quarter in there and spin it so that you could finish your game. <laughs> and it added a whole different level of complexity to the classic. Helped pay for gas. Yeah, so um, people bitch about texting and driving, but fucking Mario Brothers and driving. Oh god, like that's I, not safe. Those those rules. <laughs> Those rules, I actually did um, at a later date receive a traffic ticket for 
a video device being active while driving. Um, and that existed? Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, this is before the smartphones and the GPS systems were really... I mean, this is when GPS systems were still black and white and and you had to you just manually feed like maps into them and uh <laughs> it was it was basically just one of those viewers it was like a giant scantron yeah <laughs> this is our friend carl <laughs> called him gps for short um, he was really good at unfolding maps and folding yeah them back up. it's the folding it back oh my gosh when i was in junior high i had this crazy do you remember this guy i don't know if you ever had him jeremy he would make you you had to get the certain map and then he would have a whole class designed on how to refold the map. And not as it was purchased, but the way he wanted it folded for your folder. And if your map yeah, is not folded appropriately. Every time I think trouble. of a road map, I think of Tommy Boy. And Tommy at that gas station. <laughs> you need a new map. Well, see, can you help me find it out here? Because we're here, and you say it's 35 miles away, and you look like a really smart guy. <laughs> That movie is funny every time. I love it. Anyway, that's freaking TV playing Nintendo in your car. I mean, like I play, I straight up play Candy Crush in my car when I'm parked somewhere and waiting. But uh, yeah, Super Mario Brothers is like a completely next level. Well, not anymore because you can just emulate that on your phone too. Yeah. Well, I mean, not the driver. The driver, the driver, not so much. I mean, maybe when the car was parked or whatever, idling and. You could have. It's cool. I bet you had a lot of passengers. A long. Yeah, I bet like everyone wanted a sit shotgun. Yeah. First, because they didn't have to fucking crawl into the back seat of a two door yeah. coupe. But just uh, a second, let me get the seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's, love. It's yeah. getting there. Just a minute. Uh, hold on, it'll be there in a second. It's mm-hmm. like Love Shack, and they, they all drive to the Love Shack in the caddy. That's true. <laughs> just like God. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got your back. Sorry, don't I'm worry. too old. Nope, I got you. You know <laughs> RuPaul did. was in that video. RuPaul was mm-hmm. in Love Shack. We yep. did Love Shack. I did not you're know the that. oldest person here. Yeah, I know. I think your face is all with all your gray hair. Whoa. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Um, what about you this? You can't see yours because you're blonde. What about this pug in a bag thing? <laughs> pug in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> who's the who's the pug enthusiast here at the podcast? Uh, no one anymore. No one anymore. Oh dear. There are pug enthusiasts that listen. Oh good. I, well, these I guys imagine. babysit pugs. From time yeah, to we time. babysit. babysit a, we babysit a pug that smells like grape candy. Yeah. Why? Wow. I don't know. It's weird. It's some bacteria thing that she has. But on it's her head. I thought they always just smelled like Fritos. No, like she Frito smells like now. she smells like grape candy. Her name is Toby. Oh, she's very sweet. Well, um. I I used to have a very old pug, and his name was Jack. He was he was a black pug, so Jack was short for Black Jack, and also he was kind of a special pug um, that was found wandering the strip in Vegas in the summer. And uh, there's a Nevada oh, troublemaker. That's brutal. There's a Nevada pug rescue. Um, you could Google it. It's probably like Nevada Pug Rescue <laughs> But um, if you're considering getting a dog They're and you're you're on the fence um, about you know whether that's a good choice, I recommend an old lazy pug. Um, <laughs> they don't want to do anything. Um, they snore, so you'll always know where they're at in the house. They breathe heavily. I mean, that's my pug imitation. Yeah, I, they're the most wonderful dogs. Um, you know, like it slows down when they're sleeping. It's yeah, 
they will binge watch an entire season because of Netflix. Because their eyes don't close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're no. just so bugged <laughs> out of their head. They've got, they've got, they got a bad rap, but they're wonderful dogs. They have curly, cute little tails, well, like little piggies. Well, poor little Jack was 15 years old, and he was very gray, black at this point, and he couldn't see, and he couldn't really hear. He didn't really know what was going on, but he kind of followed the other pug, um, and he made his way around the house really well. And so one day, um, you know, I decided I was going to take him with me to work, um, and it was just a few blocks away, so I threw him in my messenger bag, and uh, and 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 jumped on my Vespa and rode to work, um, which he didn't care. He was happy-go-lucky dog. Any other dog, I would I would call this extremely inhumane, but he was just so excited to like go outside and smell stuff and feel the wind and have those sensations and 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 so. Uh, well, then I got to the office building that I work in and, and there's many different businesses in there. And, um, and so I, I snuck him up the elevator. And so there's this pug just writing in, in my messenger bag and gets to the top and, and I get into work and I'm, I'm one of the first people there. And I, I throw out a, a little circle bed, like they like to sleep in and, and he goes to sleep and he's out cold for like the whole day. And I'm a good four or five hours into my work shift before he finally wakes up. And and starts wandering around the office. Well, at this point, people have been working at their desks for hours, un, unable to no hear, unable to hear the snoring, which I'm I'm still unsure of how. Um, <laughs> I mean, like it's, Nick sleeping in his office again. And it, it's a creative, it's a creative agency, so there's a lot of noise, and there's always like a ping pong game going, and you know, someone is tackling someone and denting a wall or or whatever. Um, and so he gets up and he, he starts he starts circling the whole entire office and um it kind of it kind of slipped my mind how blind he was um until he was he was roomba roombaing um oh. to create a word around <laughs> just walking into walls and he walked right into my boss's office and he was just delighted he's like oh, what is this thing and you know this is a dog <laughs> what's wrong with it have i ever seen it why do its eyes go in each opposite direction and and um and knocked over his trash can and like food from the trash can just falls everywhere. And, and he spins around a few times and sits right on my boss's feet and goes back to sleep for like another hour. <laughs> he just thought it was the funniest thing. Um, and so, you know, that was the time that I, I snuck my pug into work through the elevator. Um, and, uh, and we got some, we got some really good pictures that day. They were taking uh, professional pictures for a client. So we got some really, really wonderful pictures of him on a black background that look very majestic. And, um, I, I actually have a shirt, um, from that day or shortly after that day, uh, of, of a three, I recreated the three wolf moon oh. <laughs> and it's of him three times. Awesome. Yeah. And I don't think it's up for sale anymore at, on my website, but at one point it was, um, now that you're going on tour, perhaps you should That's a pretty just throw back. The Three Wolf Moon shirt's pretty sweet. Yeah. Do you ever read the Amazon reviews? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it one of those products? Oh, so good. Yeah. It is so good. The Three Moon or the Three Wolf Moon shirt is the best set of reviews ever. It's like the plutonium that was on Amazon for a while. Have you seen that? Uh, No. You used to be able to buy it. Well, you couldn't buy it, but there was a product. It was like an ounce of enriched plutonium. 
<laughs> had a lot of great comments too. <laughs> there, I mean, there's the everybody knows about the sugar-free gummy bears. Uh, yeah. we know at this yeah. point, right? And the and the banana holder. Um, yeah. Um, but one of my favorites is the the 55 gallon drub of lube. <laughs> I mean, and you can just Listen, imagine. When you have socks and porn. I mean, they're they're slow they're slow pitching this. Well, and I'm to I'm still a huge porn. proponent. When you're on Instagram and you see an ad, just fucking read the comments. That's the one time it's acceptable to read comments in in a social media site because it is the funniest shit ever. The amount of hate and betrayal people have for a free app using their space to make money and advertise is unbelievable. I <laughs> it's mind-boggling. It's so awesome, especially when it's like McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that <laughs> McDonald's so Instagram good. is pretty brutal. They're so good. I love them. It's it just seems like two very different, but within like five minutes of it going up, there are thousands of comments of people that either love McDonald's, hate McDonald's, or hate the fact that there's an ad in their Instagram. Is feed. it? Yeah, I mean the the Instagram ads are so rare, and they they really encourage them to like cultivate that content so it looks really organic and it's not just an it's not just like and it's not obtrusive yeah it's not obtrusive in your face stuff yeah pink slime this week yeah um it's like it's like you know it's like a picture of like a hipster couple like eating like processed bullshit on like the best are like the car commercials where they're like taking this nice scenic picture of themselves and there's their stupid ford fusion in the background yeah uh, it's an edge. But I, I guess maybe you, they was not a dig at you and your new car, Jess. Maybe they just don't uh maybe they just don't allow the the content creators to moderate it or something. I don't know. No, it's just the Maybe people are just, are just mad because it looks too much like a regular Instagram and they fall for it and they get pissed because they're like, oh, I was reading this and it's an ad. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Oh uh anybody have any other questions for Nick? Yeah, we need to find out what his tour dates are coming up. Oh, yeah. We're that's, both fans. I guess that's useful. Solo. I mean, solo. If, if you want people to show up. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, um, you can always get the latest on FulkHogan.com um, right there on the homepage. Top left corner in the most prominent position intentionally is our is is our show dates because, I mean, that's what we want you to do. We're very much a live band. Um, I, I personally... Now there's six of us, so I'm sure we're all split in in any regard. But I've always felt like Folk Hogan was very much uh, a live act, and that the music is simply to facilitate that. And I mean, the the recorded music is simply to facilitate that and give you something to kind of take home after that experience and 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 validate it. Um, but that that's actually how I feel about um, most artists that that aren't on the radio. I I feel like there's kind of two um there's two scenarios with the concert there's i've heard this on the radio i know this song i may not know of the others and i want to go to that concert and kind of hear that thing and, and experience the thing that i've associated other memories with and then there's the band that um is independent and it's it's more of a risk um but sometimes the reward is greater um, going to see Phil Colgan's not a risk, people. No, it's, definitely not. I've seen you them a couple may, times. You may, I mean, it may be risky. And if you really hate them, you can just, throw a, your you, you can just throw a glass shot at 
Oh, Nick. I'm sure he's fine with that. Do that. <laughs> like a like like I hate you. Here's a shot of whiskey and then yeah, I leave. That's or, what I'm saying. Are we are we encouraging people to throw glass at my head again? Because that didn't work out very well last well, time. Well, I think if they did that, they'd just get straight up kicked out of the bar. My my yeah my my last skull surgery didn't go very well. <laughs> um. So, Folk Hogan is, is playing a lot of Salt Lake shows. Um, we're playing at the, on the Urban Lounge on the 10th. We're playing at the Urban Lounge actually the following week on the 16th. Uh, we're playing up in Ogden on the 17th. We're playing at Green Pig Pub on the 24th. And then um, March 2nd, we're up in Jerome, Idaho. Um, opening up for the young Dubliners. Oh, I love young them. Dubliners. The Dubliners. <laughs> Will you call them that? Be like, and up next is the young Dubliners. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird take on dubstep. <laughs> they no. expect you to they line, line dance, dance? They line dance. <laughs> while they play dubstep. We've been married too long because we both went to the line dance. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we'll be in, in Boise uh, the 3rd of March and then in logan utah on the fourth um there may be some really yet to be announced um yet to be announced shows in in march march is kind of a a very busy month for folk hogan um on saint patty's day proper yeah we we have a lot of drinking tunes um we have very funky punk and saint patty's go hand in hand for some reason folky instrumentations such as mandolin accordion banjo electric guitar so do you have a lot of hipsters go to your shows um yeah i mean we get all kinds of people from all different walks of life because we're we're uh because you're folky and you're you're folks. we're such a weird band um i i mean right when the band started about six years ago there was like this small tiny association between like us and like mumford and sons and and then that kind of went away and i would put you more with like dropkick murphy's and Vlog gonna, molly yeah yeah i don't ask i don't ask our fans anymore what they listen to because it makes me sad you're like Britney Spears. Like I'm mostly. I love Britney Spears. I'm into so. I'm into '90s boy bands mostly, and then you guys. I like listening to '98 Degrees. It's and your Hulk it's your Hogan. it's your coordinated dance moves. Technically, and, you are a boy band, and your wireless headset mics. <laughs> I'm just throwing really, that out there. Yeah, I like listening to Menudo and, <laughs> and you. you. <laughs> Big fan of the Spice Girls and Folk Hogan. <laughs> you like the Spice Girls, baby? Um, yes, I do. And so, as far as the solo tour is concerned, um, the kickoff, the album. Is what, he hired? Can take him with you. Opening it. See, he knows them. <laughs> you can't be mad that people like Spice Girls. Um, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be mad. That pe- I want a pillow with that cross stitched on it. <laughs> Can you make that one? And it would yes. end a lot of arguments in my house. I'm like <clears throat> <laughs> the throw pillow. Only if you, you promise too. to merch sell that. You too. I'll make them for you. Yeah, I, I uh, beard ornaments. I, I mean, what Jess is getting at is, I have become the one stop shop for anything strange on the internet. Um, my uh, my store section of my website balloon porn is is because that's a really weird ass thing I found on the internet. <laughs> just the balloons. Did you Google uh, that? Blowing up of balloons and 
popping them. Yes, that it's is a, a thing. weird fetish. I'm sure there's weirder shit. Look, what I is it? What is it? It's not thing. catch twenty two. It's like a rule twenty one rule. What is the? What's the? What's the thing? Like if you can think of it, it's probably porn yeah. on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> it exists. True. There's a it's porn true. for it. It's if true. you can think of it, there's porn geared towards that. I'm just gonna look up Folk Hogan on Pornhub later. <laughs> See what comes up. <laughs> I guarantee you. Hulk Hogan's sex tape will come out. Oh, yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) If I Google Hulk Hogan porn, it will come up with a Hulk Hogan sex tape. It'll be like, did you mean to type? (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) What show was it I was watching? Where, like, they every time they start... You know how Google has, like, the... The the um preemptive typing. typing and they start typing something in and big black dicks was always in the preemptive <laughs> text so they're like typing like Eiffel Tower and big black dicks would be one of the selections they're like how many people are searching for big black dicks <laughs> like everything they typed through the whole show big black dicks was always in the preemptive search that could be new merch for you it was not something that you were watching no no it was probably South Park probably <laughs> <laughs> um. And I mean, speaking of uh, Big penises, uh, um, uh, me and me and this other dick, uh, Jeff, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're going on this this uh, this tour. tour. Are you, what are you calling it? Well, I have some new ideas now. Um, <laughs> Socks and torn. That's one of our podcasts. Um, Pug in a bag. We're we're calling oh, yeah. we're calling the tour uh, double vision and. Um, and both of us wear glasses and both of us drink. Um, and that's like, quite and then there's two of us. So, I mean, it will be the double, yeah. double vision. That's tour. good. That's good. Um, and it just sounded, you know, kind of like a, it's, it was, it had a good ring to it. Um, so we're kicking off on April 21st and that's when my CD release will be. And then we will go, to Salt Lake, Boise, Seattle, Olympia, Washington, Portland, Washington, Portland, Oregon. Oh my God. <laughs> the other Portland. Um, San Francisco, California, Sacramento, Reno, Nevada, Ogden. Um, and Seems the Ogden show, the Ogden show is his hometown. Um, and he'll be releasing his album on that. And, um, a few of those dates are, are slightly tentative. And so the, um, like one or two of them are not completely confirmed. And, you know, so when I'm like, oh, it's in, we're going to Sacramento, it might actually be like any of the other cities in California. Um, <laughs> I'm There's not, a bunch within like two hours of each other. I'm not day. a good, uh, I'm not good with the maps. Yeah, um, I think it's in Northern California somewhere. I'm just, I'm going to put it in there and Siri's going to get us there. Um, or you're Jeff. Gonna, you're going to be playing a small bar in Bakersfield. He's going to be doing the, I've done that before and, uh, you know, just me and one, very angry wedding party and <laughs> like what the fuck is this um where's adam sandler <laughs> yeah man um touring 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 has has been uh it's taken a lot of years to to find the right kind of places for the right right bands um and kind of come up with a a way to really make it happen so that you're not playing a tuesday night in a strip mall bar and some suburb of a suburb of LA. Um, and, and that's part of the reason that full Kogan goes out and does weekends. Uh, we go hit a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You somewhere. said Arizona, right? Arizona yeah, we just got back from Vegas, Vegas? Phoenix, Flagstaff. And uh, Vegas was great. We played a, a small bar in Vegas. Um, Flagstaff was awesome. I mean, we played with two other local bands. And then, um, wait, did I go out of order? Vegas, Phoenix, and then Flagstaff. Oof. Flagstaff, we played at the Monta Vista Hotel. And it's also uh, supposed to be like one of the most haunted hotels in in the in the region. Um, and they've they've got all these different stories about people that hung meat up all over their hotel rooms and lived there for months at a time. And, Weird. and, uh, there's been about five or six murders that have happened, um, like a murder murder story in over the years. That's um, good stuff. there's lots of, uh, there's lots of tales of, of prostitution and, and a bunch of things that happened, um, you know, a hundred years ago. And, um, and just the things that my band did while we were there over the weekend that, we're mostly wholesome, but um, I don't know. We were, we were. The problem is, is that uh, you know, we we, we asked people, staff. yeah, we asked people to buy us whiskey shots, which we're we're used to Utah whiskey shots, which are a <laughs> solid ounce of whiskey. Yeah, it's like an ounce, and it's like not two. You know, we can we can drink many of those, and and it stacks up. Like but, I'll have a Jack and Coke, and they're like, okay, here's a shot of Coke and four ounces of Jack. Yeah, and and there, uh, a shot of whiskey is nearly three ounces. Yeah. The way that they just pour it and just two and a half to three ounces, and uh, yeah, it's and so it doesn't take a lot. Um, so I oh, actually still, had to. It still takes a lot. It just doesn't take as many. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I had the fortune of driving um, for eight hours after that show in the oh. morning. I just woke up and I drank some coffee and. I cursed at the sun for a minute and then, and then we, we, on our way home, um, we, you know, we weren't feeling like it was a tour, um, you know, cause we had just played some shows and they'd gone really well and we just didn't really have that tour vibe yet. And, and that's when, um, the squeaking began <laughs> and I could hear in the passenger side, something kind of bearing esque starting to fail. And I thought, that's not good. Oh, boy. And then all of a sudden, the band jerked violently to the right. And that's when we pulled over to the side of the road and ended up in in, uh, in a small town in Arizona um, right before we crossed into Nevada on a Sunday, um, trying to find someone to replace several parts of the van. <laughs> um, a bearing that had just basically melted. And <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Not even summertime. Yeah, and some and some tie rods that held uh, basically kept the wheel on. So basically like your whole said. suspension. Yeah, it was like, they're like, you need a whole new van up here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, fuck, this was not such a good weekend. And we were having the conversation of like, okay, so budget-wise, <laughs> if it's over X, do we just rent a U-Haul and leave the van here or... How many of us can fit in the U-Haul and how many of us, I mean, because if we could just how get it to the back, yeah. airfares, like you know, and, and yeah, I mean, we, we had all these like crazy discussions until um, they came back and they were like, it's going to be, it's going to be 350 bucks. So like, all right, we can still. And we're just like, okay, all right, great. That's, yeah. that's $350 more than we wanted to spend on anything that particular day, but whatever. And. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun being in a band because, um, 
it's really just about the camaraderie. Ugh, the words today. Com- it's camaraderie. Uh, hanging out with your friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. same thing. Um, it's really, it's really about um, doing something that you love every day, and and um, and there's a lot of bullshit in between like that 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 really um, makes you appreciate the time that you have on stage that much more. Kind of like podcasting. Kind of like podcasting. <laughs> yeah, because it takes a lot of talent to sit here and talk to you people. Well, it, it takes it takes a lot of managing social media accounts and well, that's editing that's audio does. tracks down and that's what Chris does. trying to explain to your grandmother what a podcast is. Your aunt you can't find it on TV. I don't, even try. I don't even try to explain to that to people. Whether or not you're on YouTube or not. Yeah, yeah that my ex-husband asked Getting your MySpace profile set up. Jeremy and I, we just sit here and talk, and they do the work. That's good. It's true. It's true. Hey, so one last question for you, Nick, and then we'll we'll uh, probably wrap things up. Yeah, Um, I gotta go make black chocolate or black cupcakes. (laughs) So, uh, what's one thing you would tell someone they had to do before leaving Utah if they were visiting? Oof. Um, I'm I'm just second pausing for a non-sarcastic answer. I mean, yeah, you could pump pimp yourself, but. I want real answers too. Yeah. Um, try the antidepressants. Try the meth. <laughs> um, drink an ounce of alcohol. Have some Prozac with at a beer. time. Uh, but don't have sex. Don't try that. Don't. Unless uh, you're married to more than one. Don't wife. drink or drive, Utah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it kind of depends. I. It kind of depends on the person. I mean, we have lots of cool outdoorsy stuff. Um. I'm a nerd, so I'm very indoorsy. Um, so I can't really tell you which. But which is there fun thing. indoorsy stuff to do in Utah? Yeah, I mean, we have a Salt Lake has a really hardy subculture environment. Um, so whatever you're into, um, Salt Lake is is a really great place, and and I, I would just say, you know, whatever that is. Um, go out there and, and find people that are like-minded. Um, I've known, I've had good friends that have come from New Zealand and stopped um, in Salt Lake multiple times and met the people that they've hung out with through podcasts. Um, so if you're into podcasts, you know, go meet other people that that are subscribers or, or creators. Um, there's great music here. Um, Outside of Folk Hogan. Outside of Folk Hogan. Um, they're, they're good, but there's other stuff. You know, go look up the bands that we, we've played with if we're not playing that weekend. Um, message us for suggestions of cool places to hang out. Well, there you um, go. There you go. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I've, I've dedicated a lot of my life to music, so I would say I would say go go pay 5 or $10 and go see a musician. There you go. Totally worth it. And we do have a good music scene here. We have a really good music scene. Uh, well, I think that's going to wrap things up for us tonight. Um, Jess, I do want you to talk a little bit more about that GoFundMe, if, if that's cool. I think that's worth a little little bit of time. Sure. So hey, Something's going on out here in Salt Lake, though, real quick. Can you hear it? <laughs> oh, awesome. It might even come uh, by. It sounds pretty close. That's probably normal for this, this neighborhood, awesome. I'm guessing. No, I'm, I'm this is like, uh, there was a like shooting, what, a couple months ago, just a couple blocks away. One block yeah. away. Yeah, it's if, like it's if like I living didn't in have Kearns. Kids and stuff and a pit bull that I needed a yard for. I totally live. I actually, 
lived in the house across the street from the shooting and i moved like a month before and then (laughs) the person was shot oh wow okay sorry i just i wanted to do that before we got serious about this because that was kind of cool uh yes that is very cool that's why we Um, live in kearns brie likes hearing the sirens and the trains totally at home here (laughs) so um let's see last april um I created a first GoFundMe account for my boss's wife who has a really rare genetic uh, disease called SMA and it affects her entire digestive system from esophagus to the colon. Um, She doesn't have a stomach anymore. They took it out last year and she has to have her esophagus stretched all the time. Um, She is... The first, the first, let me just say the first one that I set up for them was because they're just amazing people that are um, too humble to ask for help. And so I made him write um, basically just information about her disease. And then I took it and I created the account. We raised $45,000. That's awesome. Um, on the first one. Um, however, uh, she still is undergoing surgeries, I would say probably monthly. And, um, I mean, we're talking, uh, I don't know, $20,000 in, you know, medical collections and another 78,000 in credit card just to, just to keep up. Um, recently her doctors told her that they can't do anything else for her and suggested her to somebody else. And those doctors are not on her insurance plan. (laughs) And so, um, she did go and see them. And she she needs to have heart surgery, but the doctor told her that he didn't think it was a good idea. Anyway, so I started a second one um, just to make it more um, active and more relevant. And um, yeah, so her next surgery is to uh, cut more things out, stretch things, attach them, and basically just make it so things go in and go out. <laughs> That's just... Mm-hmm. Um, how it is they're just awesome people and um, have a uh, all their kids are adopted three of them are Apache um, and yeah it's just they just need a lot so of help a good family and, that needs some help yeah yeah the initial plan when we set up this second GoFundMe account was to actually get her to a special doctor in Mexico that would actually put her in a coma so they could feed her for a couple weeks um I think they decided against that since then she had her feeding tube taken out because it was just kept getting infected over and over again. And, and so, um, yeah, they, they just need a lot of help. So, well, um, yeah. So, uh, go to that GoFundMe. I'm sure we'll link it, uh, on our various pages. So the new Utah podcast on Facebook at TNU podcast on Twitter. If you guys want to tweet at us or, or talk to us, uh, Volkswagen Southtown, if you have pornography, you want to donate to Jess. <laughs> no socks anymore. Yeah, I don't need socks. We're going to be donating those shortly. So. But save those save those socks for next year. Yes. Um, or, you know, you can put them in with the porn. Jess needs something to clean up with. And Nick, how do people find you um, and your band? Um, NickPassy.com. Or you can look for Full Kogan or... NickPassy.com. Um, yeah. Should, you need to Nick Passy slash music. You need to reserve that. Wait, and what about your pins? Your pins have a special oh, place yeah. too. I need things. to I need to reserve which? Pig, pug in a bag. Pug in a bag. Yeah, because like dick in a box. 
It's very different. It's not the same thing at all. It's not at all. Put a bow on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm gonna give you both of them, and let's see which one you like better. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, npbuttons.com. Um, but you can you can find it all on nickbassy.com. There's lots of things to click on. Um, that's what the internet's for is clicking on shit, random things, porno. Very clickable. Send me a send me a message. Hit me on. Friendster. Hit me on any of the social medias. I probably got them. I'm sure you have a MySpace music page. I... Yeah, you do. You know should you look do. into that. I think I do have an active MySpace account on new, new MySpace. Mm-hmm. When they, when the they revamped it about, about six years ago, um, I signed up because, uh, you know, at the time I was a web developer and, and, uh, and you just have to learn about this stuff yeah. because clients come in and they're like, what's the deal with new MySpace? What's the deal with MySpace? I heard that Justin Timberlake sold it to, lost it in a, you know. Lost it in a poker match to his yeah, girlfriend or something. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it. Uh, you know, uh, leave us a comment. Uh, share. If you like what we do, please share it out. Don't just like it. And don't it. forget to enter for the Wizarding Days tickets. Yeah, enter the contest for the Wizarding Day tickets. And still, uh, if you want to go to Oleo Beard and Skin Company, um, the new Utah podcast is a promo code that gets 25% off. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, have a good night, folks.